So, Yoda, just try and keep up. This is a blues reference B, okay? Just try and keep up. Hello, and welcome to the Outpost Frequencies, brought to you by thelastmovieoutpost.com. For all of your movie news, reviews, and everything cool about film. We are still missing the hillbilly, unfortunately. <laughs> I, say I wouldn't unfortunately. say we're missing him, Bob. <laughs> um, uh, chances are we still don't know what's happened to him, but we just hope that the FBI agent who's looking after him hasn't gone mental. Um, <laughs> but apart from that, we have got Matt and Yoda with us this evening. How are you guys doing? All right? Good. Fantastic. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, sorry about that short introduction. Yoda was just here a little late, and we just had to jump on what was what was going on. Yeah, Yoda has been watching uh, Clarkson's Farm, and uh, oh. he kind of he kind of misjudged the time this morning. It's like, oh shit, because he just it is very compelling watching. I got to admit, is it? I oh no, I can't stand Jeremy Clarkson in any way, shape, or form. I don't. I wasn't really familiar with him. I know he was on Top Gear, and I guess he he hosted "Wants to Be a Millionaire" on the British side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so he's made a pile of money, and he decided to use it to buy a farm and create this show. And what's really compelling about it? First of all, he keeps effing everything up, which I'm pretty sure is part of the entertainment experience. <laughs> um, and that's. And that's fine. I enjoy all that. Um, he gets into arguments with with this guy that keeps helping him. I mean, they're friendly, but it's it. They just keep knocking each other down and bashing each other because of all the screw ups that Jeremy's making. But it's it's pretty hilarious. And then he's he's doing all these different things. But there is a uh, an undercurrent to the show that is really showing us how bad government is and how bad. Huh. And it's not just like the UK government, which is a part of it, but it's all the way down to the local government who are just denying stuff because they're little tin pot dictators that don't know anything about farming. They just want their town to be a certain way and they don't, you know, some of the stuff is just swinging their dick. That's it. If you watch, if you watch Hot Fuzz, that is a documentary about a place just up the road from me. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's it's, back it's, again. The statue's back again. Oh, we're gonna have to get rid of him somehow. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you think you think that that's yeah. You're right. You think it's uh, just a fun little movie. <laughs> no, this is real life. Anybody yeah, that's, this I, is... I'm, I'm firmly convinced that anybody that's in any type of elected office is just there because they have no other talents and they just want to tell people what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Like that's I say, yeah, one. I can. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, Okie doke. So. It's been another interesting week. We haven't got a main topic to talk about this evening, but we've got some few bits and pieces. I've actually broken them down into seven little pieces, Yoda, so it's easier for you to edit and uh, get up on this live stream. Put the banners up there. I'll chop them up. Don't worry. (laughs) Okie doke. So last week we briefly mentioned about uh, censoring Roald Dahl books uh, because the words things like fat and ugly, uh, words that children shouldn't hear although some of them should, (laughs) because it would stop them. For example, if you call a child fat, it might stop them being fat. Uh, Fat shame is good. Fat shame is good. That was the whole premise of um, what was the um, central intelligence one, it with The Rock and Kevin Hart, and The the Rock was getting picked on at school because he was fat, so he did one thing to change his life, and that one thing was to go to the gym every day for six hours for 20 years. (laughs) There you go. So it works. I was, I was at a pub on Fat. Friday and we was all talking about it. And we said, we need to bring back bullying. Yeah, absolutely. 
it certainly helps keep kids out. Um, I had yeah, a terrible problem. Yeah, everyone's bullied and everyone's bullied. So, I was going to say, I had a terrible problem with bullying at my school. And most of the kids just didn't have any money. Um, Anyway, so book censoring. Matt, you... Jesus Christ. Can I get a word in edgewise here? Well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta step back once in a while. Jesus, I know you're the host, but uh, give give your guests a chance to shine. Uh, I've, uh, I, I'm going to take fat shaming seriously as I'm ashamed of my fat, and so I have actually joined a gym. I haven't got my little. It's one of those twenty four seven ones, so you got to get a key fob, and they don't have like anybody at the desk. But it's nice. It's right here in town, and I'm going to go do it. And I will. I, and I'm putting it out here so that. You, the viewer, will stay on me and shame me if I don't give weekly updates and talk about it and make sure that I am staying on track. Because if I keep it quiet, then I'll have an excuse to screw it up, not go, right? So okay. I'm, I'm no, making it tough on myself. Good, Good for you, you, man. I've, well, um, I've well, started, since Christmas, I've started going, I'm doing that 0 to 5K running, and I've not been drinking beer in a week, and I've been changing my diet. I've actually lost... Eight pounds since Christmas. Oh, see, you guys have got it wrong. I'm on an ignorance diet, so I just don't care. <laughs> I was waiting for the old seafood joke. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I, I, it's like if you're if you're on an ignorance diet, does that mean you're filling up on education? Because you're you're keeping yeah. out the ignorance. Yeah, my brain's yeah. going to get bigger. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, I look forward up. to seeing hey. that. Anyway, shut up. shut up, fatty. Um, <laughs> let's get back to book censoring. <laughs> so, yeah, but, there, hip. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I, I could, I could stand, I could stand to lose a few pounds myself. Um, so, I, uh, but a gym, I don't know if if God wanted me to go to a gym, he'd put it closer to my house. Um, well, right, book, book censoring. Matt, you wrote the article, but basically, James Bond. One of the previous James Bond books is going to be censored, isn't it? They're censoring a lot of them, mate, not just, just oh, right, okay. one or Sorry. two. Um, no, it, it, it's hot on the heels of the uh, the Roald Dahl book censorship, which they've actually backtracked now, and yeah, yeah. we're going to release the censorship version and the normal version for those people that are, that are not scared <laughs> of hurty words. Um, but yeah, This is the censored one. Bond. There's nothing in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut up, fat boy. Um, <laughs> And, and and again, they're trying it with James Bond. They're going to edit certain words, the N word, and, and and there's one particular instance where in Live and Let Die, he refers to the crowd of like, uh, I can't remember the exact words, like hot, feral animals beating on the desks at the strippers and that, and it's now changed to, to like, you know, oh, the enthusiastic crowd. <laughs> so it's I, just I think ridiculous. we need this. I think we need to stop using the word censorship. At least, yeah. It's yes. If, if I under if I understand the word censorship, if if you like, you get something that's redacted, so it has all the black lines on it. That would be a censorship. Mm-hmm. Or if they say we are not going to show this show, or we are going to remove certain parts, and we're letting you know this has been censored because of language, s- sexual content, things like that. That's censorship. Something comes from the government says you're not allowed to read this. It's bad. That's censorship. The difference is, is that you know that there is something there, you just can't access it. I'm not saying that that isn't wrong. It is, for the most part. 
Um, you know, obviously, you don't want to broadcast troop movements. I'm okay with them censoring <laughs> things like that. But uh, for for the most part, a censorship is you know something is there, it's being censored. What they're doing to these books is outright fraud. It's outright vandalism and fraud because cultural, cultural vandalism. Yeah, because you don't know kids reading this, they don't know that there's anything different because they don't know <laughs> what it was before. Yeah, so that's true. It's 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 hidden. It's it's deceitful. It's lying, and it needs to and it needs to be called out as harsher than censorship. It is vandalism is a good word. Um, fraud. I mean, these are lying fraudsters who are pretending that this is what some you know. It's theft. It's you're you're stealing um, Fleming's work by changing it to be the way you want it to be and then pretending that that's what he wrote? How is that not yeah. theft? Yeah, that's true. Because you're making money off of that. So, yeah. I mean, censorship is just not enough anymore. To talk about censorship just feels like a, a kind of a stale government, you know, dry sort of this is what they did. We we all don't like censorship, but there is a little bit of a harshness to it. But it's it's not enough anymore. No, that it's exactly right in what you're saying. That like I say that there's, it's completely going against like like I say censorship. Yes, there are certain things that need to be censored. Um, you know, you I know they say no. about freedom of speech, but you can't go around you know threatening murder on people and stuff like that. That is you know it's it's wrong. But when you are taking somebody's work and then just changing it for the better, they might as well go to the Mona Lisa and paint over the top of it where she's got fake tits and an old and taking a selfie of herself. You might as well do the same thing because that's updating it for modern audiences. Well, we, we've been on this we've been on this slippery slope for several years now, haven't we? You know, we I don't know about you, Yoda, but over here we've had a few street names that have been changed here in London. Um, now we're heading book censorship. Obviously, we got not allowed to say certain words on social media that we all know about. So we want a slippery slope. And our book, you know, and then obviously it's tearing down to the statues yeah. uh, on both sides of the Atlantic. So, you know, we're on a very slippery slope right now. And it's just the irony that a book called 1984 predicted all this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. Yeah. And that's well, the whole Roald Dahl thing. That's what made, that's what immediately I thought of is that you're going to have people with books in their heads and sort of saying, you know, Oh, I, I'm going to read you the original version of this story mm. because obviously it's no longer public. You know, we can't publish it or size it anymore because of how dangerous and horrible it is. You know, that it's going to, it's going to, cause mass panic in the streets because it uses the word fat. Well, do you know what he's done as well? Is that I, I've got a DVD rack here and it's got blue, it's full of Blu-rays. There's probably two, maybe 300 Blu-rays on there. And I was thinking, do you know what? It's just taking up space. I don't watch most of them because they're all accessible via Netflix or Amazon or Sky or whatever. At I the said, moment. You know what? I might, yeah, at the moment. I'm thinking I might get rid of them down. A, there's a shop in England, Yoda, called CEX. And you basically, you take them in there and they go, right, we'll give you 50 quid for these or you can have 75 pound in-store credit, blah, blah, blah. So I priced it all up and it comes to about 75 quid for the whole lot. And I'm like, well, I don't really need 75 quid. I might just keep them. And then with this continuing censorship that we're getting, or not censorship, but <clears throat> you know, restricting of the original content, I'm thinking I might just keep them now for the sake of 75 quid that I don't need anyway. I might just box them all up, chuck them in the lot. Yeah. And keep them because we don't know where we don't know what's going to happen over the next ten years. The the path we're on, 
you know, things can be so edited so badly that you're not going to have the original content. So I might just keep them. People need to understand that when the when the Nazis did book burnings back in the forties, it wasn't that a bunch of uh, uniform jackboots came in, took the boots from the or books from the frightened uh, civilians, and burned them all in the fire. They got the civilians to do it happily. Yeah. They got them to do it willingly. What you're wit witnessing right now is a digital book burning. Mm. Yep. Yep. And you get the usual suspects on Twitter that bleating on and whining. Well, if you've got the original ones, why are you moaning about the new ones? Typical, you are missing the point. Yeah. When well, what's the next off? generation going to do? These books exactly. aren't going to last forever. No, exactly that. It's, but also, so Mr. Men, Mr. Men will be next. Some, I didn't. They didn't. They say about that a little while back uh, about the Mister Man. I can't remember. But with it also, you could look at this from the other viewpoint of the was this a brilliant marketing scam by Penguin Books to make people think, oh no, these books are going to be censored. I'm going to go and buy them in case they ever get censored well, because you know, you know, and just to be the, what, the we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was very concerned that this is just corporate. I, it, it to me that's that's almost as bad. In some ways, it's just corporations getting people to flake out because you know there's people that support the censorship, yeah, and you yeah, know there's yeah. people against it. So we get all fighting each other, and they get all the publicity and book sales and just laugh at us. And I think yeah. there is there is some merit to that argument. Yeah, uh, Yoda, you're. I don't know about you, Phil, but Yoda's frozen on mine. I can hear his voice, but his picture's not moving. Wave your oh, hand, yeah, Yoda. it is frozen. No, nope, yeah. it's frozen on me, too. I'll oh, yeah. fix it. So, um, it's, again, liberals are too ignorant to realise where this is going. You know, you sometimes... Yeah. I feel... You know, <laughs> perhaps we should dress up as a drag queen and take take all the liberals to the local library and read 1984 to them. I pay attention to it, then. The problem uh, is, is I mean, in certain places of 1984, that it's uh, in certain areas of 1984, it's quite subtle, and I just don't think they'd get it. <laughs> you know, no. but I mean, it, we literally witnessed it. We, you know, we've had a, the statues being turned areas. down over here yeah, and in again, America. Mate. We've got street names <laughs> being renamed. I yeah. mean, there's a street in London, you know, called uh, I think it's called Little Black Boy Lane or something. I can't remember. I, I remember, yeah. And I've, I've read the story. Like, there was, what is going on here? There are so many jokes I want to make about that, but I know we won't get away with them. I love that the yeah. citizens are like vandalizing the new name and, yep. and spray painting over the old name. They've they're not they're yep. not taking it. We need more of that. Yeah. yeah, need more of that kind of stuff. Just everybody saying no, yep. no, we refuse that's, to go by your I weird religion. I don't understand who they're kind of appealing to with this. Like I say again, it's this very small crowd on on Twitter of people the who noisy, are the noisy minority. Yeah, always, yeah. Is. You know, and again, it's kind of like you know, the people that live there are just kind of like. So it's called Little Black Lane or whatever. I don't, I don't care. You know, I've yeah. lived here all my life. I'm not. I'm really not interested. The sad <clears> thing is, if people are probably protesting, and there are probably people that live down in the country who've just seen it on Google street names and. Yeah, have never been there in their entire life. It's ridiculous, but you know. I was thinking the other day that the the problem is is it's like with um kind of any kind of uh, of these things that go on. You've got activists, and this is the problem that you've got these activists. It's not the fact of you know that 
there's a, I'm talking about trans people. This is why this conversation came up. I've got a friend who I work with who's got a stutter. Lovely guy, but he's got a stutter. But he hates having attention called to it. So whenever I chat to him, I always just try to talk to him as normally as I possibly can. He's got his stutter, but I just leave it. An activist would go, look at this poor man with a stutter. Look at this poor man. Look at this poor man's yeah. stutter, everybody. This poor man's got a stutter. We should treat him differently. And it's like, that's exactly what he doesn't want. He just wants, you know, to have a normal conversation. It doesn't and, matter like, what he wants, Phil. It's what makes me feel good. Exactly. Yes. And this is the problem. This yeah, you know, they've got these people that have obviously got nothing going on in their lives. And so they have to bring up all these, you know, oh, look at this person. Look at that person. It's like... No, that person, like with trans people, they just want to live their lives. They, do, they don't want to be called attention to. And, and they anybody, don't know, do they? No. And, and the thing is, is then you get the people on TikTok going, look at me, I'm trans. And it's like, yeah, but you're not, are you? Because you're just jumping on a bandwagon. It's, you know, I think somebody made a comment on Twitter the other day that um, trans is the new anorexia. <laughs> You know, the, you, you know, well, no, a few years ago, like everybody was anorexic, weren't they? I'm really anorexic. I'm really anorexic. And now it's like everybody's trans. And it's like, what's the next thing? That's like the next thing's like suicide or something. <laughs> oh, no, well, no, they both go hand in hand anyway, so. <laughs> um, do, you, do, you guys, again, do you guys read Stone Toss? Do you ever read that comic? It's, uh, it's okay. on the web. It's great. Um, but they said, uh, uh, we got this new house in, in Harry Potter. And it's uh, it's the trans house. They have like the colors of the scarf is the All trans right. house. <laughs> right. And uh, he's like, "Look, Severus, they can cast spells just like all the other students. See, that one's casting levitation, and he can't see <laughs> yeah. above his shoulders, but he's clearly hung himself." <laughs> yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, I do read that. I, I never knew it was called that. Was it called Stone Toss? Stone toss. Very funny. Uh, I'm so yes, glad I we do, could talk so much about movies on this movie channel. <laughs> oh, this is this is ultimately about James Bond being censored. Is is obviously the thing yeah. that we're talking about because, like I say, because because yeah. again, it's 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 work which was written at a certain time, and like James Bond himself was a was a a philanderer and a whatever else you want to call him and whatnot. But yeah, again, this awesome. is going to be dated now. What? Awesome. That's what you would call him. Awesome. Oh, right. But yeah, again, he's a strong alpha male, but he was written for that time coming out of the war and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, they needed a hero and stuff. But yeah, he's got to be updated now. And in, in the last one, he's got a kid now, hasn't he? Didn't he have a kid? Yeah. In the last one? Yeah. You know, and again, it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, because he's not just sleeping around anymore. Now he's got to have kids and, you know, show that well, he's a nice... Uh, they, 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 made him a, they made him a black guy because um, he had a kid and then he killed himself to not have to father it <laughs> <laughs> went out for some new ports about 20 years ago <laughs> that's still my that's still one of my favorite scenes from family guy at the end of um, indiana jones when um him and marion are uh, tied to the pole and they open the ark and all these demons come out and indy's going marion whatever you do don't open your eyes oh by the way indy i'm i'm pregnant well maybe open one eye <laughs> <laughs> Speaking speaking of this, we'll, we'll move on slowly, but speaking of this, Peter Pan has now been updated. Now, first of all, there's a few quite obvious things to mention about this, but there's also quite a few subtle things. Now, if you've been to the last movie, Apple, you'd have seen the, uh, the teaser trailer. Matt, you were quite subtle in writing it up, weren't you? <laughs> Actually, I wrote that one. 
didn't write it. You didn't write that one. <laughs> oh, right, sorry, sorry. But yeah, you were quite you were quite subtle about it, you know, and and just sort of um, being quite uh, what's the word? Um, not too obvious with it. <laughs> I, I called it checkbox the movie. Yeah, so, checkbox the motion picture. Uh, it's it's really ham-fisted and obvious. I mean, they're not even trying anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's no. right. There's no it was, there was none. It was so... It, it couldn't have been more terrible. I, 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 you know, I haven't checked recently. Let me check. No, go I've ahead and talk to us yourselves. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. Got yeah. You how, many, how many downvotes? Down right, how many? Yeah. So I'll start. Downvotes, 332,000. <laughs> <laughs> Upvotes thirty nine thousand. Wow, <laughs> it's getting ratioed into oblivion, and, and it just—it's just that I can't understand how they got to look at that and say, "I don't think this is working." But yet, you know, is they, that coming out of Disney Plus? Where there's sort of somebody has said, um, you know, hey, sir, we've got loads of likes on the new trailer. Really, three hundred and thirty nine thousand <clears throat> likes. What what was that little bit just before the likes? Uh, Nothing, <laughs> <Yeah>. just dislikes. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's well. I mean, Pinocchio tanked terribly. Little Mermaid is obviously going to tank terribly, and and now they've done it. Again. I mean, Peter Pan's like a little Indian kid. You've got Lost Boys and Girls. Well, there was an Indian. Black. There was Tiger Lily in the original one, yeah. but the way they portrayed well, it, Indian, it was not. Yeah. Remember, because they have a whole song in there. It goes, "Why is the red man red?" <laughs> you know, that's getting them, giving them hives. And I think because they don't know any history, the red man was red because he actually painted himself red. Yeah, <laughs> it was to look fearsome. It, it wasn't because yep. their skin color was red. It's because they actually did that. So that just became a nickname. But no, now they they think it's a racial thing. It's like, oh God, <laughs> everything is stupid. Everything the, is the, what, what is it going to take? I mean, how much more money are they going to lose? How much ridicule? How much more ridicule worst, can they take? The worst thing about this is, is with Peter Pan, is um, I've watched a couple of other videos about it and so forth. And the original Peter Pan, Wendy is kind of like the pivotal character and the strong character that brings everything together. And so yep. already the book is is very subtly quite feminist. There's a, there's a line in the that. book... Yeah, critical drinker. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was. I've he seen was, a couple of. I've seen a couple it. of others, but I've seen a couple of others. And because somebody else said that with the Lost Boys, there's a line in the book where Peter explains, and he says, um, you know, because the Lost Boys are just sort of all immature little kids who just, you know, don't want to grow up and everything else. Peter actually says from the book, um, "Girls are too clever to join us," and and mm. so. In this new version, they've actually then dragged women down to our level <laughs> to make them stupid as well. Because obviously yep. the whole the whole subtle message of female empowerment in Peter Pan was so subtle that the, the, the modern day writers completely missed it. Yeah. Well, I mean, take take a look at the modern day, what's going on right now, right? We we see women have become because of feminism or whatever you want to call it, they've become men in a lot of ways. Well, I see yeah. all these different videos about girls bragging about their body count and they can't figure out the the guy isn't perfect because he isn't from Hallmark or something like that. So the, and and <laughs> they they don't want a guy to take care of them. So the guys are not they could get they could get laid if they want to. Not all of them, of course, but you know if if 
that's the way women are doing. They can get laid, and they never actually have to settle down and become civilized. And so they sit there, and they play Xbox games all day, and they just act like children well into their 40s, right? That, what is the, that was the message of Peter Pan. I, I don't want to grow up. Mm. I don't want to be a, an adult. I don't want to start uh, taking on responsibility. And what mm. women do and what Wendy did in that, and, and that's what women have done for so long, is a, a, he, he, she ignites the protective instincts in him to take care of the family, to take care of the children, to take care of the wife, to protect. And to, and to do that, you have to start putting away all your childish nonsense because all of that is, is self-serving. It's just for you. So Your picture's that, gone again, mate. Ah, uh, god damn it! I'm gonna have to turn that thing <laughs> off. Hold on. Um, give me a second. Oh, I, but my, I know what that thing is. Now Yoda will never look at us in the eye again. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> um, but my 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 point is, is that they they don't want to do this. They don't want to understand that a, that a woman's role for a man and and vice versa. As now it says it lost the connection to my camera. I may have to leave and come back. Keep going okay. for now, though. Yeah. Well, not if he's going to leave you, idiot. <laughs> yeah, but you'll meet Flo. You'll meet Flo. Don't leave just yet. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just keep talking because this will be for the audio listeners. But they don't understand that women have a pivotal role in creating civilization by getting men to stop being children. Mm. And when they don't do that then the men end up sitting there playing Xbox or PlayStation all day and they don't they, you, we've had those movies failure to launch where does that come from that's where that comes from hmm. yeah it's just I, I, I never understood why this this whole you know I'll be telling back. women or basically telling everyone you know, don't be like white men and yet they, they're doing nothing but promoting white men's attitudes into women fighting hang on hang on hang on, hang on. if I can't be sleeping around I, so I can't be a white man. I can't blackface. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> be proud of being a white man. That's what I say. But it's, you know, look at look at all the women. Look at all the women's. I mean, you've gone from if we go right the way back to Sarah Connor in Terminator One, um, uh, and obviously Ripley in, in in Alien, and even Aliens. You can, if you if, look at I, those I, female role models to what you get to say, Ripley and Sarah Connor, especially Sarah Connor in Terminator One, never. Had hand-to-hand combat. In fact, Ripley didn't really have hand-to-hand combat. She was very nurturing, yeah. looking at. Yeah. If you look at aliens, looking after Hicks, looking after Newt. It was yeah. only when she really had no choice that she picked up a gun and actually had to go. But now, but that was reason, again in defence of that was in defence of Newt. Yeah, and protecting like Hicks say, as well. Yeah, but yeah. now they're like. You got these seven seven stone five foot five inch women fighting six foot four blokes. They're drinking, they're whoring it up, and it's just like you're telling women to be women and not like men, but you actually encourage them to be like men. Listen, men are stupid. You know, I was watching a <laughs> yeah. video last. I was watching a video last night, and there was two blokes sitting on like a plastic garden table, and they had their hands on the deck, and they had these industrial strength elastic bands wrapped around. And they had a mouth organ in each of them. <laughs> yeah, and they would take like that, turns yeah. in pulling <laughs> yeah. the elastic band up. And the goal was is to not, tell not make a noise. That you're using paint. And so they would do it and they'd go. <laughs> 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 and 
and I was cracking up. My wife said to me, what, what's so funny? I went, oh, you've got to watch this. She went, what is wrong with you people? Yeah, <laughs> men and menace, just such idiots. And you're going, yeah. <laughs> We we work hard. We protect our families, but we are also stupid. We enjoy fucking about and being stupid. There's nothing more enjoyable than humiliating one of your mates, whether it's physically or or through joking around. In, I mean, yeah. I went to the pub on Friday. We're in the pub and we're all taking a piss out of each other, and you know it's it's and that's just how men are, you know. And, and so this whole lost boys thing, and we've lost girls. Wendy was always the mother figure in Peter Pan. And, and like I say, the and, whole you know, book just was, was in the whole thing. You know, Wendy was the hero of the piece who who helped the boys to grow up and everything else. And yet, like I say, Fine this piece. has been yeah. I mean, with it, it's kind of I can't imagine the original writers have even gone anywhere near the original book. Nah. You know, to sort of and it's just it's the, what made me laugh was when they said about, hey, knees back. What made me laugh was when they said about men should get a taste of their own treatment and, and women should just choose who they want to sleep with and ghost them. To which all men are going, what? Yeah, do that. <laughs> That's an option. <laughs> no, please, but, just use but, and abuse me and then never call me again. Please. That's the other thing, Phil. They carry on like all men have that lifestyle. And, and, and we don't, <laughs> yeah. you know. I've been with my wife since I was 13 years old. Some men, yeah, most men like to be settled down and looked yeah. after. Again, it's funny because... All of us are just like, we're all out fishing and sharking for different women and we're doing that. And you're like, I reckon 90, probably 95% of my mates have been with their partner, their wives, yeah. for like at least 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah but, they but on, like, women today... Women today aren't giving you that aren't giving boys today or young men today those kinds of options now, are they? No. Well, to be fair, Yod, I've got four sons and and they're all in good relationships and they've all been in relationships for a year yeah, or so I mean, now anyway. I mean my son my it, eldest it's not all over. now. No, but I think again it goes back to that noisy minority. They like to portray it that this is the way society behaves, and society doesn't behave like that. No, there's, 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 their, their yeah, behavior there's a few is so examples. abhorrent. Yes, because their, their behavior is so abhorrent and so rare that you capture on video. It's that, crazy. I, I don't know. I, I don't see there is more and more young men being left by the wayside, and... Mm -hmm. It's it's not getting much better, and you know when you have all these divorces, and again maybe this is much more of an American thing. I don't know. We have so many more divorces, so many broken families, so many women listening to. And I hate to say this, but yeah. women are much more subject to these these mind viruses than men are. Um, they, because of their smaller craniums. No, I think it's I think it's. <laughs> It's always been like this because women have always been, you know, much more group oriented. No, 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 no. You, you want to know the primary difference between men and women? Men will go to a strip bar by themselves and sit very quietly. Women have to go in a group and they lose their shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's just, they just, they, they go in packs. I don't know why. They all go to the restroom together. Men go by themselves. They don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's nothing I like more than going to the toilet with my mate and having a good old natter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, so you've been circumcised as well, then? Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's not a bad or a good thing. It's just how we're built. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Can I just can I take a break and debut my new T-shirt? Oh, look at that! I saw on Twitter you were going to buy one. You obviously did get one. <laughs> I thought Look his name that. was Zod, not Neil. Neil! <laughs> Isn't it? I see that about five years ago and they stopped making them and then they, like you said, Phil, they tweeted that they're backed by demand and I bought it there um, and then. I saw on Channel 5 today, one of the crappy channels over here, they had um, Superman 2 on and it was obviously the Richard Lester version, um, uh, not the right. not the Donner cut. Um, I walk in and you guys are talking about dicks. Uh, yeah. Well, it yeah. is Peter Pan. I don't get that. Oh, come on! You guys don't. You guys don't have that nickname for dicks. The your Peter. No, no. I must be never heard that before. Obviously, <laughs> from from the tumbleweed silence, it was kind of me and Matt. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> what? We need another tea party Anton. on this site. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the hillbilly needs to come back. That's right. Anyway, right, so let's let's move on then. Let's move on. So I've, I've fiddled around with these a little bit, but Alien is getting a new movie, but it's not Alien... Oh, grief, where are they now? <laughs> it's not like Alien after Alien Covenant. This is now going to be a new reboot because one of the main characters is going to be a Ripley-type character, and uh, most of the cast that they've cast so at the moment are all quite young. And so this is now this is going to be kind of like a... It, it's The story is a bunch of kids literally go into the woods and find an alien <laughs> on a planet. Um, and so, yeah, but this is going to be like a, like a relaunching of the Alien franchise. And again, it's just one of those... Just let it go. Just, just, how, how just let it to- die. How are they going to redo Ripley's character? Because she's already a strong female character, so I guess it's a strong yeah. black lesbian wheelchair-bound character who's Muslim. Yeah. Who goes oh, hand-in-hand combat with an alien. Just, yes. just, to, just, to mention, just to mention, somebody also implied, in Peter Pan that we were just talking about, somebody also implied, um, but they said, how much are you willing to bet that Tinkerbell falls in love with Wendy? As opposed to yeah. having a crush on yeah. Peter, cool. you know, yeah. obviously she's going to develop a crush on Wendy. But um, yeah, but yeah, again, with Alien, Alien Covenant was kind of universally slated as just it was just awful and, and completely went against all the law and everything else. And yet here they are still going, yeah, but you know there are still some stories to tell. There's still some stuff to do and everything. And again, it's just, oh, guys, come on, just let it go. They're picked with I've, aliens. I've, yeah, yeah I just, that's I exactly what the, I said. I love the Alien franchise. I love the Alien franchise. I love Alien, love Aliens. I've read several books. But that's, a, that's I, I mean, exactly I like what I said. That, that, the, I like Covenant. I'm not even going to lie about it. I enjoyed those films. But, you know, come on, enough's enough. Stop, stop polishing this turd. It's one of those scenarios now where they have just... the The... Creativity in Hollywood is so unbelievably barren that they just mm. can't, they won't risk going on any kind of new IPs or anything. They have just got to keep digging up this old past and they'll just but never stop working, doing it. Though. It's not working though, mate, because people are just like, fuck this, I can't be bothered to see it. 
Yeah, I know, but it's it's just like I say, I, I'm the same as you. I'm just I'm distraught of the whole thing. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I mean, um, it's I, absolutely crazy. I can't. I couldn't stand Prometheus and Covenant either. They are just so Prometheus is just so full of dumbness. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, an alien planet. Take off the helmet. Okay. I mean, that's the first thing you go. Yeah. She wouldn't let him on the ship. <laughs> let alone yeah. they didn't take off their helmets. She wouldn't even let him on the goddamn <laughs> ship, and, and they had to break protocol to get him on there. Now they're like, seems fine. All the bio-nastiness is just going right into was, every orifice was, they got. I, was just gonna, I want to see a scene with one of them, sort of like seeing all these eggs, and then just one of the guys with a spoon going, hmm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with some sol- toasted soldiers. Don't, don't he leads right. He did that in Covenant. He was right up there with the space vagina going, oh, this is cool. Well, the thing Again, is about Covenant as well, they, they, they had a couple of gay guys on there. What, what are they going to contribute to society? They're not going to reproduce. Maybe they were taking another to get killed off. Probably those are the drag team score story <laughs> hour for when everyone else had kids. <laughs> Um, it's a really again, brutal it's... conversion camp. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, it's one I said in the article that Alien and Aliens is a perfect set of two movies. You know, one is a brilliant horror movie, one is an excellent action movie, and then three was a mess. So much so that even, what's his name, David Fincher never had it on his CV for an awfully long time because he was so embarrassed about it because the producers interfere with it so much. Four, I'm, I've got to admit, I like the style of Four because it's by Jean Pierre Yannette, who's a director I like. I like the style of it. But again, it's just, it's not a great alien movie. You know, it's oh, kind it's of. Terrible. Uh, There's only one moment I like in Four, and that's when they are all locked into their escape pods but they haven't launched yet. And Alien goes to the top hatch. He's like, oh, buffet. <laughs> he just goes <laughs> in. <laughs> Tears um, the shit out of everybody. So what, so again, what is this and, new one about it? I'll be, I'll be honest with you, Fear. I didn't read the article because I was just like, you know, I can't We, we never do. We know that. <laughs> I normally do, but I couldn't be bothered with this. I, I, all I found out was that the new girl in it who's called uh, Isabella Mercady. Uh, I can't remember pronounce her second name. But what, what's the Great. story, though? The, from what I found, um, there's not much going on, but according to rumours, it's a group of young people on a distant planet find themselves in a confrontation with the most terrifying life form in the universe. So what? that, to me... So when I when, Friday the 13th I, meets Alien... When Kamala I, Harris. <laughs> when I, whenever I, I, I go through quite a lot of horror film lists and stuff, and whenever a plot starts with a bunch of kids go yeah. to the woods or to a mansion or to whatever, my brain immediately goes, nope, because nope. this is going to be the same old trope as everything else. And now this is what they're doing with Alien. <laughs> that yeah, a group of young people on a distant planet find themselves in confrontation, and it's just like seriously. Yeah, what happened Why to Neil Blomkamp's alien? Why did that never get the go-ahead? It's a shame, isn't it? Isabella Merckx. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, Neil Blomkamp had, like, he's, he, to me, he's one of those one-hit wonders. He's so far up his own ass with socialist nonsense. I'm just like, ah. Uh, District okay. 9 was good. It was interesting. But then you get to Elysium and that. That wonky uh, yeah. robot movie, and it's just all. Chappy. Okay. Chappy. Chappy. 
Oh, okay, I see what's going on. He's got a good, again, he's got a, when I say about the style of Alien 4, the visuals and the direction of Alien 4, I really like, but it was a really, it, it just wasn't a good movie, but I really like the look of it. And it's the same with Neil Bocamp. He, uh, it, or where we want to say his name. Blomkamp. The visual, the visuals, visual style of his stuff is fantastic. But again, he's just kind of, you know, tell me about the story. Uh, well, there was, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. kind of, it did show us the way. Top Gun Maverick showed the way. Indeed it did. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, we've got to sit through another Alien movie. Um, but they're doing the problem- a TV show, aren't they? Hadley's, Hadley's, what's the place in Aliens where they're set up where Newt was living? Hadley's, Hadley's, Hadley's Hope. Point. Hadley's Hope. Hadley's Hope, that's it. And again, that could be good. But again, it's one of those things like you, you just say that that you think, oh, it might be all right, might be might be good. And so you go and see it, and then it's just like, oh, no, they've done it again. Why? Why, Why do we keep doing this, this film? Why this do we keep doing TV this to myself? So, I don't know why they're doing it. I don't know why true. they're doing it the way you're you're saying. It's like they're going to a camp or a log cabin or something. They find it's like Oh God, it's terrifying! Why is it wearing a hockey mask and holding a machete? It's like, oh Jesus! <laughs> I can I can see somebody. I can see a, one in the future, but they're all in like a deserted, like you say, cabin in the woods somewhere, looking out the window, going, "What have we got? Think it's zombies? Oh, and Jason, zombies and Jason, zombies and Jason. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they'll get you in your dreams. Apparently, oh no. <sighs> Okie doke. So, um, let's talk about then. Arnie is Fubar. I don't know what Fubar means. Um, I've no idea. I haven't looked it up. Uh, but basically, this Fucked is... Fucked up beyond all recognition. Yeah, I was trying to be subtle, Yoda, because ah, I think everybody in the world okay. knows that. Did you not no, know I don't that? Think, I don't think no. everybody does, quite frankly. I've, I, mm-hmm. Have you not been on Twitter lately? Watch Tango in Cash, man. That's where it first, well, I first heard the expression. Oh, I yeah. know, long before then. <laughs> But basically, Arnie is a CIA agent. He's very much in the guise of true lies. He's a CIA agent. But apparently his daughter is also a CIA agent. So kind of like along the lines of, like, say, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. But I'm guessing that his young teenage daughter is infinitely better than him. It's just, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's something's telling me that's going to happen. Yeah, it could well be. You saw the trailer, right? For those of you who didn't, a teaser. Okay, so for those of you who didn't see the teaser, I think this will pretty much give you an idea of what you're looking into. Arnie comes back. He looks brash. He meets up with a woman. A woman hits him in the balls. The end. Okay. (laughs) I think I know what I'm getting for my money on this one, don't you? (laughs) And again, it's just one of those scenarios... Again, it's and but with it, what I also wanted to bring up with this is, I mean, you had Tulsa King, which had very little woke in it, and was just it was just good, and it was about you know an aging sliced alone, kicking ass, you know, running the mob and all this kind of stuff, and it worked really well because he was very very good in it. But is it kind of time for these guys to just sort of go, do you know what? You know, you've had a good run and everything else. Just give it up now. Just retire gracefully, slip into oblivion with your nice home and your nice family and everything else and just sort of give up the ghost. I don't mind these guys doing stuff that is age appropriate. I really don't. 
Um, there's there's no reason why a guy like you know J- Jackie Cooper, the Perry White in the first Superman, right? He was great as a grizzled editor that had been around the block. The guy started out as one of the little rascals. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You can, you can. You know, if he was still putting on the spanky costume, then I'd be going, yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, look at me, well, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is Harrison Ford doing? He's still putting on the fucking Indiana Jones jacket. I'm like, dude, yeah. you're too old for this shit. Yeah. Don't yeah. do that. So I. Yeah, it's that kind of stuff that I object to. It's not them taking roles that are age appropriate. Uh, I really don't have a problem with that. No, but just even sort of with this, this FUBAR looks quite action packed. And I do think to myself, like with Indiana Jones, you're just sort of thinking, oh, give the guy a break. You know, I mean, he's in his, he, sort of, what, 70s now? He must be Arnie at least. Arnie? You know, he's got to be 70s, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, 70s. he's just. Let him, let him, let him retire, you know, and just let him, let him just chill out for the last few days and stuff. Yeah, fine, take on some roles. Like I say, because Harrison Ford's in the new TV series, isn't he? Um, is it Shrinked or something 19, it's called? 1923. Oh, and Shrink, yeah. Yeah. There's, oh, I didn't know about you know, Shrinked. He is in 20, 1923. It's great. Yeah, but, I mean, really good. you know, like I say, just sort of let them grow gracefully, but they just don't well, want to let them do Stallone that. is retiring, isn't he? He's, he's actually stepping back now. He said Tulsa King's going to be his last role. And then he's going to go oh, back right. into directing. Yeah, directing at least, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that always sounds like to me that that, that band that's on, this is their final tour, you know, until five yeah, years the, later. the Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, Arnie, you, you said Tulsa King wasn't woke. It's not, but there is one ridiculous scene in there where he sends the black guy with cash to go buy a car and they're like suspicious about it. And he gets no, all mad because he thinks it's about race. It's like, dude, you sent in this guy with cash and they assumed he was a criminal and you're mad at him because you think they assumed it was because of race. And it's like, well, maybe, but you are criminals. God yep. damn it. Exactly. That's how we got the money. <laughs> What are you getting so uptight about it for? <laughs> it's, I, yeah, I do. Yeah, I suppose that is true. I mean, like I say, I, I, I didn't see that as that way. But yeah, like I say, I do see what you're saying. Now, now. If you think um, about it, it's like what? Well, any any car dealer worth their salt would like be going. Nobody's going <laughs> to just buy a car for cash and just walk up. You got title, you got registration, you got all kinds of shit you got to comply with with the government, especially in, in America. It's just ridiculous. And it's like, what? yeah, of course they thought it was suspicious. What did you... Why are you acting this way? You know, It was just so... It was a sore thumb sticking out in the middle of an otherwise great program, right? That's and, and and that's what I saw it in Otto. We'll talk about that later. But I mean, same kind of deal. It's just it's mm. generally good. But then you have to put this one little thing in there that just doesn't make sense. And it's clearly just a ham <laughs> yeah. attempt to virtue signal. Yeah, like I said, they can't they can't just leave it alone these days, can they? Um, it's got to be yeah. it's got to be crammed in there. Is action packed in his food bar then? It uh, he gets hit in the, the balls. The actual, uh, but the series itself looks looks. Fairly action packed, so I'm going to say yes. So I mean, you I know, it's, 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 not, it's, only, it's not a film. No, it's a show for Netflix. 
Um, and so, like I say, it, it looks like it's going to be, but, you know, like I say, in that guise of True Lies, because, I mean, obviously True Lies was quite, you know, action-packed. And so... Well, they've I, just turned I, that into a show, haven't they? Oh, yeah. Apparently, um, apparently and, um, it's, it's, it's as awful as everyone was expecting. <laughs> what a shocker. Uh, like I say, they, it's it's rare it's rare that they come up with anything new. So let's move on then to some unfortunate sad news this week. Tom Sizemore. Um, I I read, I did read it, but just remind me how was it he died? He had a brain aneurysm, didn't he, or something? Had a stroke. Yeah, it was an aneurysm. Um, yeah, and and so basically, the doctors said that he was on life support, but there was just going to be. He wasn't going to make it, so they they had to make the family had to make the decision to, to turn it off, didn't they? It, it depends who you read. I mean, I've read over here. I think it was Sky, fucking idiots. Uh, he died in his sleep. No, he had a stroke. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, if he was in a coma, then technically that's true. Yeah, well, again, it goes back to the old <laughs> the whole misinformation of nineteen eighty four, doesn't it? They're not officially lying, but you know, yeah, reading it's between funny the lines. I've got Google on my phone that I never usually use, but it's got like a Google news page. And sometimes I read through there and it says, it gives a headline of something. And then I look at it and it says like the Daily Mail. Yeah, I'll ignore that. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what's the point? Because it's, it's not going to be, none of it's going to be true, you know. Uh, um, they've extrapolated inform- information from 5% of the story for it. Um, but yeah, Tom Sizemore. No, I mean, I had a look up of his films. How many films do you think he made, according to IMDb? Or how many credits do you think he had his name? So not just movies, obviously TV. Oh, well, how many do you think? I don't know. I reckon... 229? Yeah, stop looking it up, you cheat. <laughs> and, and, technically you're, and technically you're wrong, because there's 29, up, there's 29 up and coming. So, That's I mean, true. He's, I did miss that. You know... <laughs> But, I mean, yeah, 230-odd credits to his name. And, like I say, when I looked it up, I was thinking I can name maybe, like, 10, 12, you know, at a push. But, like, oh, 200, that's, that. that's pretty good going. I'm looking always... at his – I just want to say, looking oh, at his uh, um, IMDb credits for the last three years, like, we interviewed Sybil Lake from Central Park Dark. She did that movie with Tom Sizemore. And she admitted, you know, it was cheap. She only could take one take on a lot of things. She had him for, I mean, he's in it for quite a bit, but it's kind of a, I, I guess, a, yeah. like a, a Fatal Attraction style type movie a little bit where she has, an, you know, things go wrong and he's, it, it, it's obviously was made on the cheap and it looks like he did a lot of this kind of stuff. Kind of, And I'm wondering if it was similar to what Bruce Willis had to do at the end of his career. Um, he did. He is going to be in Cobra Kai next season. Yeah. So that's interesting. But uh, other than that, I mean, he's done some. He's done some. Um, what do you call it? Um, TV here and there too. But most of these movies say, look like straight to video. I was going to say. I want to say that I always kind of saw him as, and I mean this with all due respect, a bit of a second rate actor. But then conversely, he's in things like Saving Private Ryan. You know, and so when you when you get cast by Steven Spielberg to be in a movie like that, you do think to yourself, "Yeah, he's obviously not a second rate actor. He's actually a you know very very good actor." But maybe it's just I his age. I think yeah, I think he's a very good actor, but he also had a lot of demons yeah. off screen. Yeah. I think that he, he was on, yeah. he was on all the drugs, all the alcohol. Yeah. 
Um, when he even admits, as I understand, he says, when the alcohol didn't work, I turned to cocaine. When cocaine didn't work, I turned to heroin. And so, I mean, <laughs> you know, when you abuse yourself for as long as he did, and you, you got to admit probably smoking and other stuff, um, it's no wonder he, you know, his brain explodes at the end. I mean, I'm, I'm not, yeah. Yeah. I don't think this is one of those where it's like, because already I always already saying, oh no, you had the jab. I'm like, I don't know. That's if me. the jab was the final thing, whatever. It's like, come on, he. You can't pump. You can't pump yourself up with that much shit for 20 years, and I expect there to be a some there's sort a, of uh, consequence. There was a there was a guy. No, I was gonna say there's a guy over here. He's you, a you medical experiment gone wrong. <laughs> there's a guy. There was a guy over here called M. Um, Oh, grief. Hang on a minute. No, carry on talking. I got completely drawn a blank on his name a second. One size more's problem is the fact we've all used alcohol and substance abuse. He was an English yeah. like Keith Richards and Ozzy Osbourne. Well, That's I right. was just going to bring up... We can Matt, I was it. just going to bring up... I was just going to bring up Father Ted, who was played by a guy called Dermot Morgan, who was an yep. Irish guy who basically smoked more cigarettes than you could possibly count and drank, and he only died at... Um, it was like 60s, I think it was. But again, you kind of you pump yourself full of that stuff for long enough, and it's going to do some damage in the end, type of thing. Um, I think you get. I mean, you get. I mean, Sarah's Sarah's nan, my wife's nan. She was. I think she was about 96, and she was drinking lager and smoking fags pretty much every day. So she she had a good old run. I think it's just genetics, isn't it? I mean, I, I think the cocaine and heroin is kind of a, a deal breaker on this. Yeah, I don't think Sarah's mum was doing that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Alcohol, you're fine. Smoking, no trouble. Cocaine, ooh, no. You get Sarah's nan on the dance floor. I'm sure she was probably doing a few lines in the old back toilet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Sizemore was doing it all at the same time, too. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, just I, again, I, looking I, at you his... know, it's sad. Oh, he was a good, he's a good actor. I I liked yeah. him in the in Saving Private Ryan and Heat yeah. and some other stuff that he did. He didn't. He had a good. You know, he didn't look like a pretty boy. He had he was a character actor and he he played some good, interesting roles. And it's a shame he couldn't get away from all that. Mm. I wasn't. I keep thinking he was in Reservoir Dogs, but he's not. No, no. But I know, who yeah, the, who I know the Oh, um, oh no, it's Michael Madsen. I'm thinking of Michael Madsen. Madsen. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Similar, I was just looking similar ilk to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but I was just looking up at some of his stuff. He was uncredited in Point Break as a DAA agent. Um, right. He was in things. He was in things like Passenger Fifty Seven, but then also like True Romance. Wyatt Earp, Natural Born Killers, Strange yeah. Days, um, yeah. Heat, obviously, The Relic, which is one of those films I fondly remember being quite quite entertaining, um, Enemy of the State, he was uncredited, um, and then, like I say, there's a lot of bits and pieces where he's in, where it's, you're looking at it and sort of going, yep, yeah, we just needed a paycheck for that, obviously. Um, Why <laughs> the intruder... <laughs> he had good. He, he had great screen presence. It's just a shame he had yeah. so many demons because he really could have been one of the greats. He could have been a real. He, he could have been something really special. But there you go. It's a shame, isn't it? Uh, Black to see Hawk people. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking up sort of like more of the modern stuff, and there's a load of stuff here I've I've just I've I've never heard of, uh, which no. is most unusual. 
Um, but yeah, it's a shame to see, unfortunately, poor Tom Sizemore passing away. So he's gone. Um, yeah, R.I.P. Tom Sizemore Passmore and thoughts, prayers, family, blah blah blah. Seems as Sean's not here, we can talk about Mando as much as we like. Then we can. So what if we don't like? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, uh, Matt absolutely loves it because it's got a little Grogu in it. <laughs> it's not Grogu or Baby Yoda. It didn't just have little Grogu in it, it, Phil. It, it had, had little, little Grogu, Grogu hugging, hugging even the smaller other little thing. Merchandising the opportunities. Matt, loved it. <laughs> Matt, you need no, to get your old card and cut off your penis. Um, <laughs> I'm getting old with Melo. Do you know what, Yoda? I'll tell you what. <laughs> if we just switch it to Picard for a minute, I'm very much like Worf, where I always always used to an angry, aggressive young man, and now I'm getting old. I'm a little bit more. Want a cup of tea? <laughs> and I was watching Mando three. I was watching Mando episode three, and it, and I feel I'm I'm not even going to apologise for it. When I see those little dudes fixing that thing, I was just like, do you know what? It just reminded me of like Return of the Jedi with these little practical monsters and all that. And I was like, that's quite good. I quite enjoyed it. Hey, <laughs> I was hey you know what? Child. That irritated the hell out of me because it's like they that that little guy is that. It was in Rise of Skywalker. The yes. little trick he was called in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Right. And Which that, was, and was stupid so, in Rise of Skywalker. But anyway. Well, he was the only thing that people seemed to like out of that movie. Um, they, everybody seemed to like Babu Frick or people responded positively to him. So let's get three of them and put them in Mando along with Grogu. <laughs> let's get all the cute in there. What about the story? Uh, I, uh, it's just a video game quest. Uh, go here, then take a side quest here, then take a side quest. Did anything happen? No. I'm sorry. I think one of the best things out of The Rise of Skywalker was, always, was also Zori Bliss um, uh, arse in that outfit. That was, um, I can't think of any, no, Carrie Russell's, <laughs> Carrie yeah, Russell's you know. ass. So why did we get three of them? Yeah, I don't know. She's, she's a special <laughs> creature, that Carrie Russell. Um, I, I, but yeah. I, yeah, just just the asses are just in there trying to fix things. It's just I know, voice. She's, she's got such a great voice as well. I, um, I was, I thought it, I just thought it sucked. I, the beginning makes no sense when they are in the water. At first, I thought it was a flashback. I thought that was a flashback where they were the, giving uh, the helmet. Yeah, oh, I did. And then it turns out, no, it's not. Obviously, to a girl know, as well. I think it was a boy. No, no, <laughs> it was it was a modern audience. You're right. <laughs> it's a girly boy. Don't worry. Uh, but they give they give him the helmet, and then this alligator comes out. And it's like there's there's no way he could have came out of that depth unless the drop off is like a sheer cliff. Right behind. Oh, yeah, him. yeah. And then yeah. once he's out, he's standing, but his body is still way out over where he came up so how is he how is his back end of the crocodile still standing and then even they want to use ropes that he correctly just rolls over and flings mandalorians all over the goddamn place right the problem i found afterwards with this was in the book of Boba Fett, which you had to get to understand how grogu got back to yoda Apparently, there's been a couple of years between the two of them, so it, it was at the end of the end of season two. It's now two years, like a couple of years later, and so Grogu yeah. and Yoda are back together. But in the book of Boba Fett, um, the armorer 
says she's there with this other guy and she, and, and with um din jaren gone she um he says oh there's only three of us left now not according to that episode there wasn't there was like a whole stack of them it's been two years though no no no, no that's what i mean is it's been two years but the, but the book been of recruiting. was two years later so obviously this recruiting's happened in the last few weeks no, it's apparently been... It's been two years since Boba Fett to where we are now with Mando. Since Yoda or Grogu, what the fuck he's called, since he left Luke, it's been two years. We're catching up two years later when he rejoined Mando. But I thought he got him back. I thought he got Grogu back at the, in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, he did. And then it's been so yeah. Mando season three is now two years after that. Oh, I love how you right, guys are okay. acting like any of this shit matters. <laughs> But again, it's just again. But it's you see that they they showed that introduction again. This is something else that annoyed me. They showed the introduction from the book of Boba Fett when Boba Fett went back to Jabba's palace and killed um, Bib Fortuna. Right, I double checked this. Bib Fortuna was on the sail barge that blew up. There was no way Bib Fortuna was alive. No way. No way. Yeah, I'd, I'd never consider him surviving. Anyone surviving that. Not a paying attention to the details. That's what I don't like about this show. Anyway, I, I Yoda, wonder, carry on. No, he, he <laughs> hid behind he hid behind Jabba's corpse and it shielded him from all the flame. Because that's a lot yeah. of corpse. And then he walked across the desert back to the, where they were. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. no, uh, no. If, 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 if Boba could do it without his armor. Yep. Bob Futuna can. Anyway. I, listen, I, I, like, I saw I you, you didn't like Mando. I liked it. It had big crocodiles I, I, there was nothing and that puppets happened. and pirates. What did you like? I don't get it. Nothing happened. I could sit He's there got... for half an hour and not listen to the missus or not think about work <laughs> or not worry about what Go fucking to the politicians pub, are up to. I could just See, sit there I feel for 30 like... minutes and just switch off. I, I feel like, like there's a lot of things that are probably better than this that you could do that with. I don't think it had to be this episode. <laughs> it was just nice after a this is the best you can tell me about it, Matt. The best you can tell well, me about this episode you is, you is that they the kept wife. the wife <laughs> quiet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jamming with fake praise doesn't even begin to cover it. I liked it. I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't I get, I didn't get the fact as well, the whole I the whole IG-11 thing, that I understand he wants IG-11 yeah, back because shit. he could trust it. But then I couldn't get it that he said his memories are erased. And so you're thinking, so just get a new droid. If his memory's yeah. gone, he's he's not going to remember anything that's happened beforehand. So just get get a new droid. But again, it was a, that. it was, that's that's it, the way one go. Oh, look, did you see the Terminator reference? Oh yeah. That's <laughs> well, it's like I'll give you. That. It's like this is the only droid I can trust. It's like well, not if you don't save his files before you shut him off. Otherwise, he's going to try to yeah. murder you again. Maybe yeah. that's not very trustworthy. Just saying. Seems like a lot sort of, of extra work. And he says, "Oh, if I take him down to the planet, I don't want him going schizoid again." And it's like that's probably going to happen now because his memory's just been erased. So can, you know, <laughs> can I can I offer you a protocol droid that can barely move more than three feet an hour? Just take him. I love the fact as well that Chatter, when you say about protocol droids, I love the fact that the fact that Ch Chatto said because when it when he first landed and he sort of said, "Welcome to Navarro," and all of a sudden I'm thinking. 
who's doing the narration? And and Chato said, imagine that droid walking around and you're 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 near the entrance of this city or whatever. And every time somebody new comes through, you've got this droid going, Hello, welcome to Navarro. Shut up! I know it's a peaceful bloody place now. That's Disneyland. I can tell. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. They are retooling. They are retooling that uh, Galaxy's oh, Edge, I and they're see. going to insert some more original. Turn and they're going to put Mando in there. They're going to turn it into Novara. I guarantee that. That's they want it to. You when you watch um, that, and then you go to Galaxy's Edge, it's going to feel exactly the same. I guarantee that's what's happening. Yep, it's just conditioning field. That's what that was. But no, you liked sense. it, right? You love being conditioned. I did, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed it. I whip me, bitch. Whip me. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'm just picturing <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy coming at you. You got a ball gag in your mouth going, more, more. <laughs> it's, it's not going if I don't push back. <laughs> you disappoint me. Uh, what, yeah, I was going to say, what a brilliant argument. Um, <laughs> but... Again, it just felt like filler, and it, it like like Yoda said, it was quest time. So I need to go to here to get this, and then there to go that, and then there to go that, and then they set up the moss guy, um, moss nass, you yeah, know, who's just covered with thing. seaweed. Um, swamp and, thing. Uh, yeah, it was literally uh, swamp because I I saw the I think who wrote the article was it you Phil? Yeah, it was you for you review, and I looked at it and I was like, why has he put a picture of swamp thing on there? I was thinking perhaps he's taking a piss, and I was reading, it, I was like. I know it's an actual character. Of all the creatures you designed in the world, you've basically taken something. Hey, it's nice to see Warner lend, lending out their characters. It kind of harkens back to Roger Rabbit, you know? It's kind yeah. of. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just, I, I just, I was watching this thing just so I don't, everything is just, it was a video game. It really was. And there yeah, was nothing yeah. that happened. There was nothing I cared about. I don't, why does he have to go bathe? If you're that, if you're that short of people in your tribe, maybe kind of ease up on the whole removing the mask thing in front of people. It's getting yeah. a little silly. You're going to go extinct. Then what do you got left? <laughs> yeah. I mean, every you can, you can look throughout history of different traditions that people kept that were discarded because of possible extinction, because of technology or whatever. It's, it, even church and everything they, you, if you're going to be that sacred about this kind of stuff you are going to die and that apparently I, is what's going to happen to Mandalorians what I did like though is the fact if they always wear their helmets if two of them ever meet and fall in love it is based on personality and not just on looks oh yeah <laughs> yeah this is true or harsh yeah. oh, <laughs> I, just, I just always wonder what happens if one of them switches armor with another don't tell them. Don't tell them. Oh yeah, yeah. Swap helmets. <laughs> right, both both turn yeah. around. Swap helmets. <laughs> so nobody saw. Change the voice um, modulator. They'll yeah, think he's yeah. fucking you. You pull Kelly Russell as a Mandalorian the next week. You go around there and you're having a reef around. She's got a cock and balls. You'll be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's me. Prove it. Yeah. I can't. This is the way. Yeah. Stop being a bigger. <laughs> yeah. Because it's it's funny actually you say that because um, Zori Bliss never did take her helmet off, did she? So maybe she's like a no. budget Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, anyway, um, yeah. Like I say, it was it was filler episode for me, and just like you say, just nothing really happened. It was it was kind of just cheesy setup. 
it's um, it's not good when it's your season premiere. It should not be like that. It should no. it should. I mean, setup is fine, but it should be like okay. I really want to see what's happened next. This is why I've been loving Picard, which is really making me want to stick a fork in my nards. But I love <laughs> this season of Picard. It's really. It, every every episode makes me want to see the next one. I, I've rewatched them a couple of times. I'm like, God, I it's not perfect. There are things I've had problems with. That second episode was a little it needed some work, but the third episode is great. And I hear the fourth episode is really going to be gangbusters. We'll see. Um, Apparently, it gets better as well. Um, from all, I'm on the I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence about it at the moment. I enjoyed episode I, I, one. I, Two was trash. Don't know how Three you, was. Alright. Two wasn't trash, but it wasn't enough. Three was good. They had some great character moments, especially between Picard and um and Crusher. And both of them were talking about, you know, because it was a lot like the con where it's like I stayed away. Why didn't you tell him? Why didn't you tell she's they had answers for all that. They go into a lot deeper and his re- responses are perfectly justified hers one of her excuses was a little weak but then later on she had some much better ones and you kind of understood where she was coming from and and the same with picard and Riker. it's like both of them are correct or at least they have good arguments of why they're taking the actions that they are and one of them may turn out to be wrong but you can understand why they came to their conclusions. It's not just filler, random nonsense to keep the story together. I've got my two issues with my two issues with Picard Yoda are Raffi, gee, I just fucking hate that bitch. And two <laughs> is Picard just seems so dismissive, so sub submissive, not dismissive, so submissive to everyone. I and don't like, see that in this in this show. Not this uh, not this season. He has. I have highs I and I have real lows. I don't seem to have. A, I haven't found a middle ground. Middle ground with Picard just yet. I see him. You know, I mean, he has an admiral, and admirals don't really give orders on ships. Star Trek no, Two is an anomaly that doesn't really happen. But he's doing his. He's he's telling Riker what he thinks and where he's wrong and. Riker's the captain. I I did really like that uh, Captain Shaw, as much as he dislikes Riker Picard, he says, Riker, you're the captain now because he was too injured to go on. Yeah. He didn't even hesitate. I was like, that is awesome. Yeah, there's some good parts, but there's some parts that I'm just like, oh. I've I've put it on my watch list, but I haven't quite got through yeah I, I i i kind of i want to watch it but i'm i i, I don't know i might just I, I think i might wait till the series is finished and then binge the whole thing i don't um, blame you sort of, uh, i'm not just a, just because a, you know i want to write up the episodes but it's it's been i'm shocked and i don't i'm not going to say that this is like a return to form or they finally figured it out we got one guy that's running this one season reasonably correctly he's saddled by a few things i will say jonathan frakes at least turned the lights on in that third episode that was appreciated yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to frakes he is an absolute master uh understanding star trek he really master, master know he's it's a masterclass. <laughs> you know if, you know if you ever see anything star trek related he's got jonathan frakes his name attached to it you know it's going to be good 
I think the bloke well, just, no, just to come back. wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, rather, just to just to come back. Sorry, right. just very very quickly. Gates McFadden. Um, I saw a, a, an image of her randomly popped up somewhere, and it was of her and of Jennifer Conley because Kate McFadden worked as director of choreography and puppet movement on Labyrinth. Yep. Oh, yeah, she was a dancer, that. wasn't she? So, yeah. She, she was a but choreographer was just, was, before she was an actress, yeah. But, yeah, it was just it, this picture popped up, and I was like, oh, no way, she worked on that, and then just read up about it. It was like, oh, how strange. I didn't I didn't realise. Sorry. I'll tell you what, you, get if you were somebody old... You sort of watch some of the Next Generation episodes, even the way she carries herself and she moves about the sets, you can see that she's very yeah. elegant. She's She's got great movement. She's not aged particularly well. I don't know if that's natural aging or she's had something done, but she's she was yes. stunning back in the day. Back in the day, she was stunning. Lovely looking woman. I see she's still, I still think she's still got it. You know, I mean, she's, she's not, she's not Madonna train wreck work. No, she's she's okay, that. but it's, it's noticeable. I've had worse. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had worse. Hang on a minute. Darling, just come here. <laughs> See the door handle in the background start rattling you and they're going, you prick. Hey, that's what they invented the paper bags for. <laughs> um, right, so, yeah, so with Mando, I, I, again, I'm going to watch it to review it, but it's kind of just not really blowing my skirt up much at the moment. Okay, we'll see. Anyway, so let's move on. Disappointing. A Man Called Otto. This is about the driver of the uh, school bus and the Simpsons. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, this this is Tom Hanks' new one, uh, which came out. Get off my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been quite looking forward to this because I thought it looked quite good. Uh, I... uh, and the trailer sold it as a sort of quirky little comedy of a grumpy old man, and it kind of it kind of reminded me of, or the trailer reminded me of, um, the Walter Matthau and Grumpy Old Men. Uh, you know, sort of yeah. these two, you know, those sort of grumpy old guy, and there's people being nice to him and stuff. But this was a much more sort of, of a darker comedy because it actually deals with suicide. Because um, the the main yeah. story is, which you find out quite early on in it, is that. Tom Hanks has lost his wife. Um, he's now retired, and he just finds no reason to live anymore. So he just wants to just wants to I kill mean, himself. For, forcibly retired. Well, yeah. Um, can, I, um, can I guess his wife committed suicide or something? Then no, no, no. no. Um, it was oh. a. It was. A, I don't want to sort of go too much into the story, but there is kind of like a whole backstory of what happens. And no, she just. It, it, it was. I want to say cancer. Or I saying that? I forget uh, now. It was. Oh, you can go into answer, it. I'm going to watch it. She had a lot of she. She had a lot of that poor woman went through a lot of shit because she, she got pregnant. They go on a bus ride, uh, to Niagara. They're taking the bus back. The bus wrecks, um, because nobody did a recall. Did the recall on the brakes? She loses right, the yeah. baby and she's paralyzed and she's in a wheelchair the rest of her life. She's a teacher. They have a. It reminded me a little bit of Up. Yeah, yeah, you that's know? a good way to put that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, it, it had but, a little bit of that. That I, I did think that they have when he tries to kill himself on a couple of occasions. He has flashbacks to when he first met her, and I thought that those were very beautifully done. 
because initially he's on a train station and he sees her running and she drops a book. And so he sort of, he's on a different platform and he goes, Mish, you drop your book, you drop your book. And he runs around, gets onto the, picks up the book and gets on the train and then finds her. But then finds he hasn't got enough money to pay for his fare. So she pays for it. Um, And then there's a bit, the the next flashback is they're having a, a meal together and all he has is soup. I think it is or chowder or something rather. And she has like a full steak. And she said, are you not hungry? And he goes, no, I ate before I came out. And she says, um, Oh, you know, so and so, and he goes, I couldn't afford it. He said, I haven't got a job at the moment. You know, my dad's just passed away and stuff like this. And and he gets to go up and leave, and she stops him. And genuinely, I was like, that's really beautiful. You know, because it was, it was, it was really sweet. It was really, it was really nicely done. It was, it was beautiful. And then, but then there were moments where you're laughing at it, but then also moments where you're crying at it. And I thought it it lent quite heavily into sort of like the dark side of things, but did it in a nice way where you're still really engaged with the characters and and everything that's going on i thought it was i i, I genuinely loved it i thought it was brilliant i thought it was really good okay yeah i thought it Yoda, was pretty good i, I just wasn't okay. as taken with it i i felt it was like i mean some of it is this is tom hanks oscar bait movie kind of stuff you know like he's mm. Everything just kind of felt, I don't know, everything kind of felt quirky. And and, and I think part of it was is that if, if I went back to Up comparison, with Up you had a very brief, wordless, not a flashback, but a prelude to where we got. Yeah. And, it, and it expertly got you to figure out what was going on without, within... I don't know, three minutes, whatever, however long that little, that, that, that stupid flashback will cause me crying far, far more than anything in <laughs> yeah. this movie did. Because uh, I mean, it very succinctly gets you to where you need to be at the start of the movie. Yeah. And in here, okay. He's you know, like, he's buying the rope at the very beginning. That's the first thing you meet him pretty much is he's buying rope at a hardware store and he's bitching about how much he has to, has to pay for hey, it he's, because he wants he wants five by the feet yard. by the yard, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like I know what you're doing with that much rope. You're gonna kill yourself. Why are you bitching about thirty cents worth of fucking rope? You know, I'm already <laughs> going. That this is not logical to be acting like this. You know, it doesn't make any sense. And then sometimes he does things that are you know kind of brilliant and sometimes he does things it's like what are you you're doing this so you everybody knows that you're cantankerous not because <laughs> you have a reason to be cantankerous you know and so there's a, it, it's it felt really disjointed to me where it was like sometimes it's like it's really well done and kind of heartfelt and you like it and sometimes it just felt kind of manufactured like they're and i don't know how much i don't know how Word for word, this is in the book. I don't know when the book was written or, you know, how close it is, is it to a, the book. So. Somebody said it's a remake of a Dutch film, I think, as well. And, and Yeah, and, whatnot, and the Dutch which... film was made from the book. Right, okay. And I, I, so I don't know if he wrote this trans kid in it, but oh, that oh. moment, that moment, the movie came to a screeching halt while they had their little virtue signal moment about trans kids, and then all of a sudden he chooses not to be cantankerous at all. And 
I did completely Once roll he, my eyes at that. It, know, was, whole, it was so forced and inauthentic. And it's not like... I don't know if they built up that kid a little bit more or something. There might have been something there because it wasn't like it was a big thing on trans people. But it was it was so inauthentic. And, you know, like, look, I don't I don't know many trans people, but I'm pretty sure the ones that I've seen or I do know are usually the activists and they're really horrible. I mean, they're just mean. I'm sorry, you're just they're just mean. The ones that are not activists and everything, they're just probably being quiet and left alone. And maybe she is one of the quiet and left alone ones. That's fine. But it it's like you're trying to say they're all this nice when if you're at all keeping up with anything today, you know that they're not. And that they're all about their stu- their their cause and their virtue signal and shoving it in your face and being just awful. So it's like, what? Why? Well, I know what you're doing. I know why you're doing it. But you you drove the story to a halt, which was a nice little story. I I, I disagree with all sprinkling out the flashbacks because you're it explains things later on. And it's like, well, you're taking away the emotional punch of things that happened earlier. I don't like that. I, no, I think no, flashbacks see, I didn't, I didn't... done that way. Don't no, work. I didn't. I got. I got the opposite from that. Like I say, that when you had those moments, I just thought they were so nicely done that I say I was more vested in the character. I, yeah, I, I mean, that's I think what this I is found. Just maybe a, I think it's just maybe a difference of taste, and not necessarily the good or bad. Oh, okay. I don't. I, I found that there was a lot of things that were telegraphed, or I'm like going, oh well, this must have happened in the flashback. We'll just have to wait to get to it. And and I'm I'm. Con- you, you know, to me, it was kind of obvious, some of this kind of stuff. And so I was having trouble connecting because it felt like if they had changed the structure around, it would have flowed a little bit more organically. And that would have done the story a world of good. It's not a terrible story or anything. Hank does a good job. And I like some of the stuff that they were doing in it. And some of it just felt a little, I mean, oh, they're trying to take out this condo place that people are in or renting that this this real estate company i guess is trying to kick people yeah. out die america so they can <laughs> die, die, yeah but they're building they're building things that to me look almost exactly the same and i'm going okay why why take this one out just refurbish it that's what people do around here they don't they don't destroy homes because they're worth too much anymore all you have to do is refurbish them or you can do that you know flip and flop stuff that you see on hgtv or or, you know you can take each unit as they go and just redo them and you can make more money that way with a lot less cost but i guess they're trying to kick them out and to what end i'm not it doesn't make any sense it's just to show little guy defeats big guy okay i get it but why is the big guy trying to do this it doesn't i don't know maybe i'm too into the real estate market but that's like this doesn't (laughs) ring true to me i don't get it it makes more financial it uh, makes more financial viability if he's invested the properties (laughs) well i mean you can blow up the entire thing and start from scratch or you can use what's there and make it nice one's a lot cheaper than the other and has a lot more money coming back to you i don't understand what they're trying to do and they don't tell me what they're trying to do they just try to kick people out because they're bigger mean okay Uh, what are you trying to do i suppose maybe that in like the original dutch version or whatever there might have been a more 
solid explanation towards that, then I, I, I'm I, guessing I, wonder, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, oh, it, say, to me, this is a devil in the details kind of thing. There's good parts, but the details drive me nuts. This is what I nitpick on Star Wars, everything else. So I, you know, I try to be the same way. No, that's fair enough. There's some details in here that I go, wait, that doesn't make sense. And then I get pulled out again. And that irritates me. Like I say, I, I didn't know what I was expecting. And like I say, I just, I thoroughly enjoyed it from beginning to end. I thought it was really well done. And I, I I'm not going to sit there and lie, but I, I was crying at the end because I just, it was, it was really beautifully done. Um, my my wife way. was too, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna die. He's got an enlarged heart. Yeah, he'll die. At the end. <laughs> Does he die? Yeah, everybody. I yeah. mean, it wasn't like it was even a secret. It's like they kept talking about his enlarged heart and his medical condition. I'm like, oh, he'll die at the end. Okay, but well, it won't be suicide. That will be the thing. And, and when you feel like it's telegraphed like that, and then it does exactly, it's like, okay, well, I knew this. Yeah, you know, thirty, yeah, forty minutes can- ago. But yeah, conversely though, that you know that he, at the, you know, he's trying suicide near the beginning of the movie, and then when he's actually sort of finding a reason to stay alive, then it's then it's kind of nature taking its course and killing him, which I thought was you know a, an interesting take on it. Why does he decide to stay alive? Because of the trans kid? No, 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 no. no there's a whole, basically, there's a, some new some new neighbors move in, and and they. And they have kids who love like grumpy old Otto sort of thing, and and the family are just a nice family. And there's there's different people around that he just finds a reason to sort of stay alive for that he thinks because his wife's gone and because he hasn't got the job anymore, there's just no reason to carry on. But there are oh, people out there that a you... heart attack at the end. Um, well, no, like Yoda said, he's got an enlarged heart, and so he just causes problems. So, yeah, I suppose, actually, sorry, yeah, it probably was like a heart attack or something that caused it. But I, I like I say, I just, I really rated it. I thought it was really good. It was just something what a little happened, bit different. What happened with his, so he had a friend in the in the complex, and they both kind of did the HOA or something. And he said there was a coup, which I guess means he was kicked off the HOA. But yeah. I didn't understand why that happened, and because, I don't understand why he fell out with the with the friend so badly. I mean, I guess because right. of that. But why did they turn against no, no, no. him so badly? I didn't get what I got from that was with the housing association thing. He got thrown out because he felt that the the bigger corporation weren't making houses that were going to be friendly for his wife who was in the wheelchair. And so that's why he hated them so much, and that's why he had such a, such, and that's why he got kicked out because he obviously attacked that guy. The, I think him and his friend. No, go on. Well, I guess, I guess I don't understand. They're living someplace. He's already got a wheelchair ramp. They're not going to be redoing their place. He owns it, so it's up to him. And if they're building new stuff without wheelchair accessibility, I mean that's not good. You, you know they should, but I'm pretty sure they have to. And this, they've had to do yes. that since the '90s, yeah. anyway. Um, so that's the law. And secondly, at least in America, it is. And secondly, what? Why? What does he care? I mean, I, I guess he cares for his wife. I understand that, but they're not going to move into one of those new things. He had no interest in moving in one of those new things. He's already got his stuff set up. So why would he throw such a stink that he would get himself thrown out of the? HOA. I mean, it just feels weak. I guess. I, I I don't know. I it's weird that you say that now because the way you're putting it kind of makes sense. But I didn't I didn't get that when I was watching it that it made I I understood that why he didn't want that there and why they were causing so much problems to him. 
I mean, and then the HOA, chicken. it's like, well, we're going to we're going to support these people building new stuff that we have nothing to do with because it's different condos. I, obviously, I've missed something here, but I mean, I was like, I just kept scratching my head sometimes on this kind of stuff. The flashbacks were nice. I I agree, they were well done. It was his son, by the way, playing him um, as a young oh, really? man. True. Truman Hanks, I believe. Yeah, I did. Not. Uh, oh no, I did see. It's funny enough. I did see the name in the in the credits, but I didn't check. But okay, that makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was a nice little thing there, and he played it well, and it was it was a nice. They had a lot of meat cutes, and that was all fine. Um, but again, it was sprinkled out. I, I think this is one of those where I just feel like structure failed this movie, and then some of the things that they just didn't explain well enough to give you as an audience member to understand, oh, yeah, that's bad. I want them to win that. Okay, yeah, the guy wants to kick him mm. out. Because that's all real estate guys want to do. They want to kick people out of their homes. No, they don't. They want to sell homes. They want to get more, as no. many people in there as they can. But that, is, but that is true, because that's what all of movies say in America. The, the big corporations yeah. are obviously big and evil, and all that is fine against the little man. Look, I'm not, you're not going to get me to defend a corporation here, but most of the time it's all this ESG stuff. <laughs> Disney, they're, doing, they're great. They love us. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I agree. They're doing nonsense things, and they, they but you got to understand the why they do the nonsense things and what their motivations are, why they do these things, and then work to make it harder for them to make money that way, make money the good way, right? But in this, none of this makes any sense. Kicking people out of their homes and turning it into slums is not going to make more money for them. It's going to depress the property values. Is that what they were doing? I don't know. I can't tell. They don't tell me. I, it all. It was those. Those are just one example. Just the things that just take me oh, out. Okay. And I'm like, oh, and you have a nice little thing here about a guy trying to find purpose in a life now that his wife left and his whole life revolved. That's up. Up is the same thing, right? Mm. Little, the Carl finds purpose in taking care of the little Boy Scout kid, and the the dog and the bird, and you know, having an adventure and finding reason to go on. That's a that's a great message. I love that message. It's a good it's a good move thing to put a movie around. It's just all the details. So that's the theme. That's a great theme. I love okay. it. That's that's good. Everything else just kind of was like, ah, but you could have done this better, that better, and that you're taking away from this main theme that would have you had a good one and you you fucked it up. Well, <laughs> yeah, like I say, I I, I mean, I, it's funny now because I want mine tracking down the original Dutch whatever version or Norwegian or whatever it was, and and giving that a watch because I like I think that'll be quite interesting. But like I say, I liked it. I thought it was a nice little story and it was heartfelt, and I it was. The first time in a long time, I've actually enjoyed just watching a series of characters, you know, doing their thing. Usually I, I lose interest in characters, particularly on modern films. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I lost interest. I mean, I stayed all the way through the end. I just was... This is one of those movies where I'm frustrated more than angry or just say it sucks. It's not just... It just sucks. It is better than that. It's just frustrating. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. So, Matt, you're going to watch it, it now, then? Never going to. No, I ain't. Um. I looked at the trailer, I was like, that looks like a load of shit. And I'm glad I'm you, bothered. Uh, you're, you're, you, you, if you want to see a grumpy old man, you'll just look in the mirror, won't you, mate? I will just literally just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, that's, that's, that's why it comes here every Sunday. That, 
Nothing about it interested me whatsoever. I was surprised that you wanted to see it, Phil, if I'm honest. I don't know. To me, it's just, again, it's something which is just a bit more interesting than the normal stuff that I've been... It's so yeah. weird. The last few days, I've had like a four-day weekend. It's been great. I've still got Monday off. And I've had this wonderful four-day weekend. But I've been trying to find stuff to watch. So I'm going through new movies, and it's just, it's all crap. It's all just crap. And it's just it's mm. stuff I just don't want to watch. So I've been going back to the 80s. And I watched, well, 80s and 90s. I watched yesterday, um, oh, Tammy and the T-Rex. Denise Richards and Paul Paul Walker. I know I'd never heard of it either. And it's that's about so bad. Evil... Red Leader Media did that one as best of the worst. It was it was it was terrible. But I found it far more enjoyable than sort of like Ant Man, you know, which is sort of like this wow. multi million dollar. You know, it, the story was this evil scientist builds a giant mechanical robot and then gets a teenage kid who's in a coma and takes his brain and puts it in the large in the large mechanical robot T-Rex that goes around killing people until it finds its true love again <laughs> right it was uh, it was chronic it was chronic right and what was yeah. What was her part? Yeah. Denise Richards. She was she was the um because it was made in nineteen ninety-five-ish, I think. And so she's like the hot young girl who and, and the, the lad is played by Paul Walker before yeah, before um oh he, no uh, wonder he killed but, himself. No, <laughs> yes, obviously before he died. <laughs> um, but just, just it couldn't was, get over was... that on his resume. Finally, <laughs> right yeah. to a brick wall. He, he's got everything we need, but he is dead. Um, uh, yeah. But no, with it, it was it was it was terrible. But when I read the synopsis, I thought, yeah, I'm up for that. And like I say, it's it's absolutely terrible, but. I found it far more enjoyable than I can't remember what else I watched recently. I'm going to have to look it up a minute. Hang on. Um, of, of other modern stuff that I've watched where I've just sat there and thought, this is, this is rubbish. I've not enjoyed this at all. Um, hang on a minute. I'm looking at, I have to keep a log cause otherwise I just forget. Um, I, I also watched action Jackson, which was very good. You watched Hey Man um, as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah, again, that popped up on a list. I saw I that like, on Twitter. I haven't seen that for ages. And that is, again, it's awful, awful movie. But again, yeah, I, I was entertained. I was entertained by it. That's what I watched was, again, this just kind of came around. It was fairly new. It's 2000 and something or other. The Collector, which is like a horror movie. What? And again, it was... Yeah, I remember it that. Was, it was Shite. rubbish. It was absolute rubbish. Um, I'm just trying to find something. I watched it my youngest. We watched um, Endgame. Um, Oh, yeah. Do you know, I've always I'm not a big Marvel fan. You know, that hates fucking that that crap. But I I can't be honest. It was a lot better than than I remember. I've not seen it for a few years. It was a lot better than I remember. It was one of those films I found up. I didn't pick my phone up. It's one of those. That's because you have the... That's because you have the uh, advantage of having seen new Marvel. <laughs> and you that, have yeah. that is exactly so much the shit point to I was compare. Make. It's like, wow, this is a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, that was my point. That's my- exactly what I was going to say. When it first came out, I was like, oh, yeah, it was all right. It's a Marvel film. It was fun. But I think having seen where Marvel have gone over the last few years with Phase 4 and She-Hulk and God knows, I watched it. I was like, God damn, this was a, that was a good film. That was a good film. 
I see to me, I, I do fondly remember that because I, I managed to see it in the cinema when it first came out and it was at the Leicester Square Odeon as well. So, I mean, it was, yeah. it was like a packed out event. And I do remember the whole, when Captain America gets the hammer, the audience went nuts and it was, it was great. And really? I mean, I've watched that. Oh yeah. It was because you yeah, see the hammer move. No, that's the thing. And, when it when Captain there not be up, an honestly, American culture creeping into the, into the UK. I won't stand for that. You're allowed to at stuff like again. that. <sighs> you're allowed to at stuff like that because um, no. that was that was quite an epic moment. It was I, oh, it's great. But I I've watched the film a few times since then because again, if it comes up on a list now and then, I actually go, oh yeah, go on and put it on. And it, mm. again, it's just it's it's just a well made film. It's just a well made film. I enjoyed it from start to end. I've got to be honest, I'm not a big Marvel fan, but I was like, actually, hats off. That was better than I remembered it being. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, I think like Infinity we... War is better, but it's, it's all good. Yes. They make a good, again, conclusion to the whole thing. Um, yes. With with the both of them. That's, that's what was good about them. But, yeah, with them, and, and like I say, with the modern stuff, there's loads of stuff that keeps coming up on my list, and I just sort of, no, don't fancy that. No, don't fancy that. No, no. Oh, I'm, and so... I'm going to go, go see on. Creed 3 next week. Oh, fair enough. I was going to ask about that. It's got a... It's got a 96% audience score mm. on Rotten Tomatoes, and in comparison, Creed 2... Had only an eighty percent and eighty three, okay. so uh, I don't know. It's it sounds like people like this. I don't. I haven't seen it yet. I'm um, going to go and see it next week with some four. Some three saw it on Friday with his girlfriend. Some three is well into his boxing and he said it was shit. <laughs> some four really wants to see it. I'm not into my Rocky. I'm into my boxing, so I don't particularly like the Rocky films. So, but. I'm going to go and watch that. And I'll tell you what, the, the other thing I'm really excited to see is 65. So I might go cinema yeah. twice next week. That does Did look that like fun. That's out next week, I think. 10th in England. So what's that? It's Friday, isn't it? Yeah, it's Friday. Just, to, just sorry, just to go back, I was just looking through that list. That collector was house, somebody breaks in, there's somebody else in there who's a serial killer. But what I was laughing all the way through it because this collector who kills everybody sets up these really elaborate traps to ensnare people. And I keep thinking, when did he get time to do this? You know, because it's like, <laughs> you know, the, you know, I mean, on, genuinely, there must be about like 10 different traps, which all involve kind of like, um, kind of like the similar things to um false renovations <laughs> yeah yeah and stuff and, I, and and in the end in my head i was sort of going on a youtube channel and it's like hi and welcome to murdering 101 now you don't just want to kill your victim you want to hang them upside down first of all before you got them yeah. we're going to show you how to yeah. do it safely and securely so that nobody gets hurt <laughs> you know let's, and it was let's like... start by building the new foundations for an extension in your garden <laughs> you had three also, hours until they come home from work yeah, exactly. And I kept thinking, when did he get a chance to do all this? This is utterly ludicrous. And it was, yeah. I think, um, recently there were a comic, um, uh, an article came up, and I mentioned um, "Don't Breathe," and again, wow. that was quite intriguing until the fact that he's got a girl, a blind man has got a girl in his basement, which he's managed to get pregnant with a turkey baser, and he's looking after her. And I'm going, what? 
and and again people are sort of going oh yeah it's a brilliant movie though but i'm going it's really not it's happy this is Hold absolutely on, ridiculous he, why did he impregnate her with a tight ter- with a turkey baster oh i don't know I, 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 it's well, honestly if you've got her as a hostage you're just gonna rape her anyway now we're going into sean's field of uh expertise but... expertise but just uh, well, uh, I could get away again, from was... this, but they won't let me. <laughs> no, I was just I was just saying that there was with this collector, it was utterly ludicrous the fact that he and like you like say that the complexity of these things that he set up. At one point, he put glue all over the floor or something or other, which the cat got stuck to, which was quite funny. But but again, I'm thinking seriously, he's, surely somebody's figured something out down at the hardware store, you know. And I'm oh, I'm going to need so and so. Have you got something that can attach lots of noise to that can sort of swing around and hit somebody with, you know? And, oh, <laughs> yeah. It was, oh, it now, was crazy. Now, Matt, I know next weekend you could see 65, which looks like kind of an original sci-fi slash dinosaur movie, kind of a, yep. a new thing we hadn't seen before. But have you considered Scream 6? <laughs> uh, I, did, I did consider it, and then I quickly come to the conclusion after about half a second that no. <laughs> then I discarded it. <laughs> no, that was brilliant. No. Though I decided no. <laughs> I mean, the fact that I want to go and see Adam Driver fighting dinosaurs sixty-five million years ago, rather than Scream Six, says it all. Or, or see, or see, uh, 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 Ghostface uh, hack the plastic surgery off of Courtney Cox's face. Ah, boy. Yeah. The yeah. worst part about yeah. this is, I'm is this it. is kind of this is a gentle reboot. Of the Scream franchise now, because Courtney Cox, um, oh, not Courtney Cox, but um, Nev Campbell, who was the main reason for the killing in the first one, is now not even in this movie, and so this is just now another soft reboot where it's going to be a whole new bunch of kids copying, and it's just ah, oh, this is never going to stop, is it? This is Aww. never going to end. You know, this is what I was thinking about. It's sixty-five because it's sixty-five million years ago, so we're going to go a countdown all the way down to naught. So you're going to get 65 <laughs> of these films as a franchise. Um, I, I, yeah. don't, I don't blame Nev Campbell, though. I mean, being in a teenage slasher movie really loses its luster when you're in your 40s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, keep digging again. them out. Well, I, I'm going to go see Creed 3 and 65 next week, so I'm actually going to go to cinema twice in one week, which is a rarity. We may try to go see Creed. I, I, I don't know what we're doing next weekend. We'll see. But I've got too much stuff going on, and I'm just doing my best just to keep the damn website together. I pulled one more trick yeah. out of my hat. We'll see if it works, but we're probably going to have to upgrade it. So uh, those of you who have been on the website knows the database connection is unreliable, whatever the error is. Sorry. Why, why uh, does it do that? It. I think it's running out of memory. Oh, okay. Is that because we're getting too many hits or because we've got too much crap on there? I mean, too many interesting articles. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because like the pictures, we've we've got way too many pictures on that site. Way too many. Well, the pictures are just stored. They're not really in the database. It's really a matter of okay. the database gets big. I mean, we have a four gig database. It's not getting any smaller. And uh, we only have four gig of RAM. So... I need to get a new virtual server, and unfortunately, they can't just, like, I, I've been, those of you who are in IT, you'll understand me, those of you who are not, sorry, but when you create virtual servers with VMware and you want to add memory, you just 
put in a new number and click uh, OK, and it adds the new memory. It's great. But not my site. They say, no, no, if you want to move it, you're going to have to migrate it into a new server, which means it's just yeah. going to be a whole thing. And I'm probably Don't looking at that, doing that in July. But we have to... I'll just have to muddle through, but I'm hoping that removing the the lab site that I had, I just got rid of it because I never use it anymore, and the database that goes along with it will help. Okay. Okay. We shall see then. Indeed. Um, oh, right. Okay. Well, like I say, I, I kind of wondered what, what was going on, but that kind of makes sense to me now. But, I mean, we did a little while ago talk about, <clears throat> which, again, is one of those things I'm still trying to work on, of having um, making it a review site for people so people can leave their own reviews and own star ratings and stuff. Um, <laughs> but, again, That's then they just... can enjoy all the crashes just like the rest of us. <laughs> Um, well, there's obviously some way of doing it because other places do it. So there's obviously a way of doing it. So, yeah, places with money. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, I see. Right, okay. Um, you need to start getting your tits out per live stream feel and just charging people to have it like a an OnlyFans. Hey, 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 hey! An hey, OnlyFans. Hey. It's not politically correct. They're called moobs. Moobs. Start getting your moobs out, Phil. Start hiding all pay. I'm going to go start working out like I said I would, and then <laughs> yeah. you know when I get ripped, then I'll I'll take my shirt off. No, I won't. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Don't apologize to us, mate. We've got no well, interest. I'll tell you. <laughs> all right, right. And any of the female listeners on our site are going to be like, "Yeah, no, don't do that, please." <laughs> I'm under no illusions. Righty-ho. Yoda, Yoda, are you going to wrap up for us for the end of the stream then? Yes, thank you very much for watching. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Very tired. Uh, Thank you very much for watching. This has been another magnificent, amazing, incredible presentation from the group at lastmovieoutpost.com. For all the latest in movie news, uh, streaming news, we are the cool news now. You can reach us at at movieoutpost. He's... He, he, oh, I always go the wrong way. Uh, there we go. At Boba Phil. I'm at Drunken Yoda One. He's at Matt Aggie Wanks. You get to us at Facebook at slash Last Movie Outpost and at Instagram at Last Movie Outpost. And uh, again, we we appreciate all the uh, comments, the shares, the likes, and subscribes you can give us. And please visit the site uh, during the week. We have new news every single day. How's that? Very Sounds good. Easy. Well done. Thank Those you. acting classes are really paying off. <laughs> yep. That's $50,000 <laughs> worth of classes. Can't even tell. <laughs> you can't even tell, darling. More. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you guys are sitting there going, and why don't we have any money for the website? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Phil's getting his left nipple out again. I was just acting about the money. <laughs> uh, worth it. All right, guys. Money. Thank you very much for watching, and we will see you on the next stream.